Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Blue Shirt Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Gillette, the creator of the Blue Shirt Leadership Framework. And what is the Blue Shirt Framework? It is the idea that all great leaders embody these four pillars of leadership, which are B, be a self-aware leader. L, lead with an accountability mindset. You use a growth mindset and E, empower others. And I think you'll find in today's guest and all of the guests from the past episodes, they embody these four pillars in really powerful ways. So I want to introduce you to today's guest. Dylan Vaness is a two-time eight-figure founder and business speaker that works with some of the world's largest personalities and brands. He has shared the stage with business icons such as Gary Vaynerchuk, Patrick Bet David, Ed Milet, and many other household names. With hundreds of thousands of followers across social media and a writer for major pub- business publication, entrepreneur.com, he has been able to build relationships with some of the world's most influential people, all while impacting millions of people worldwide. So get ready for some fantastic wisdom and insight today. Tune in, take notes, and please welcome with me Dylan Vanis to the Blue Shirt Leadership Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome again to another episode of the Blue Shirt Leadership Podcast. And as you can tell from my intro, I'm excited to chat with Dylan and introduce you to him. So Dylan, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Hey, yeah, glad to be here. Awesome. So personal branding is something that I've been kind of toying with a little bit and trying to figure it out myself. And I know there's a lot of listeners that care quite a bit about that. And how do you do that? What's it look like? So when you talk about personal branding, can you first define that for us before I drop into that first question? Yeah, so personal branding is the idea of building a uh, a brand, typically social media, around an individual. So uh, classic personal brands, Oprah Winfrey, right? Um, heck, even Donald Trump, he's a personal brand. And up until uh, he ran for uh, office. He was, you know, a very well-known brand that seemed to be liked by, you know, many, many, many people. So, uh, you know, personal brand is just a, a personality that has a brand behind them where they're known for it. And um, in the business world, it's become quite uh, common, right? So we have guys like Grant Cardone, Gary Vaynerchuk, um, you know, Alex Tremosi's rode the ranks in the last year or so. And so these are known personal brands in the business space. And so there's this idea now, it's like, well, why don't I build a personal brand in this kind of sector so that I can start speaking on stages, I can be an authority, I can reach new audiences. Even what you're doing with this podcast is you're building a personal brand. 100%. And and it's not, I'm, I'm finding it to be kind of enjoyable and it's not that challenging, but there is this, to get to that level, right? To get to the level that, of the gentleman you're talking about, what what are some of the methods to to start growing? You know, maybe you're not get to millions and millions, but maybe you're going to get to several thousand. And you have a good tribe going. What are some of the methods and strategies people use to get to that place? Yeah, so I'll tell you the, the some of the strategies. And in fact, there's there's ways for people whether they are a billionaire or whether they're you know literally just starting out uh, working a job full time to build a personal brand. And the thing is, is uh, is that there's strategies to do it very quickly and there's strategies where you can do it over a long period of time. The, the thing though is I want to just help people understand the value in having a personal brand and the why now because there's a lot of things happening. There's 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 a lot of things happening in the world, but why is now like the time to do it? And um, 
I think it's important for people to understand that with the advancements of AI technology, with the advancements of automation, with the advancements of the internet, social media, um, we're in a place now where a brand can be spun up in a day. In fact, a brand can be spun up in an hour. There's websites where you can create a whole entire website, a logo, fill up all the copy for the website in a, in a matter of minutes. And so with that, it's like, well, what are the things that will stand the test of time and allow a business to thrive into the future? People used to say a college degree. In fact, my dad, his whole uh, push for me to go to college and graduate was, uh, it's something that can never be taken away from you. Well, that's true, but is it valuable, right? If I put a, a $1 in a safety deposit box and that cost me 60 bucks a year to maintain, <laughs> okay, that dollar can never be taken away from me, but is it valuable? And so really the question is, is like, what is valuable in today's era? Well, here's something that can never be taken away from you that has limitless potential and allows you to not just make more money, raise your prices, but also get in a room with the people that are the, the leaders in every single sector. And that is personal branding. And so whether you're Gary Vaynerchuk, right? Gary, Gary V, he's, if you don't know who he is, he's a very well-known person in the business branding space. He started out, he was one of the first guys to have a camera guy follow him around every single place he went. And um, he started creating a little, like a mini TV show online. And his goal he's known is, I want to buy the New York Jets one day. Now, here's the thing. What did he start off as? Well, he started in the wine business. Now he's got a marketing agent. He's got all these things. People don't necessarily know what he's doing because that doesn't matter. He had a crypto uh, uh, V friends, a crypto project he created. It did insanely well, but now he's on to something else. When you have a personal brand, whether you're selling widgets today and, and watch it tomorrow, it doesn't matter. It follows you forever. So that's the why. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. You can't, so here, can't lose your own name. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. And, and the things that you're learning and the things that you're helping people with. And so that sticks with you. And, and that's obviously going to be tremendous long-term value. So get, given the why, here's the how. I look at uh, personal branding. It's a it's 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 a triangle. You know, uh, everything seems to come in in threes and in triangles these days. But on the foundation, on the bottom, is is authority or social proof. I call it. What you need to get started is you need a baseline level of social proof for people to care who you are and what you do. If you go on, you got seven photos of your dogs and you got eighteen followers, and someone tries to Google you and and they don't see anything they're not going to want to, they're not going to care what you have to say. So step one is let's clean that up and establish a baseline level of social proof. The target for this phase to kind of be over and move to the next phase is let's get 10,000 followers on uh, Instagram, on Facebook and uh, on TikTok, and then start the other, start the other platforms. Let's start posting content that makes sense about the your brand. And then let's get a little bit of press or stuff written about you online where if someone Googles you, it says who you are and what you do. And it isn't just like you're hidden on page 22. They say the best place to bury a dead body is on the second page of Google. <laughs> and so if you're trying to build a brand, don't live there. <laughs> so once you have that baseline level of social proof established, part two is let's go ahead and start designing our brand, who we are, what we stand for, and what our mission is. The purpose of this is start to build up the platform so when people find you and they see you, 
They understand very quickly who you are, what you do, and why should I care? Building a brand isn't about how many Lamborghinis you have in your garage. It isn't about how many private jets you fly on. It's what the mission is. I had a friend of mine um, years ago. He was going to, uh, we, we both went to this, this leadership camp. And for me, I'm like trying to start a business. I'm trying to do all these things. I'm like 18 or 19 at the time. And he's going to dental school. Now his mission, his mission was very well-defined. I'm going to dental school. I'm going to work hard. And in eight years, I want to be out of college and in the workforce. Well, for him, you know, for me, I'm on this journey of building a businesses. And I had some crazy freaking wins through that time. But people every single year celebrated him like nothing else. Every year, I'm one year closer. And then what happens after he gets through his undergrad, I'm halfway there. Eight years in, I made it and everyone's there supporting him. Why? Why were they not doing that for me throughout the process? Well, for me, my mission wasn't clear. They couldn't rally behind my thing, but they could easily rally behind him. For him, it's very clear they can support him and, and feel excited about the process. So you need to have a clear mission and clear goal so that when people see you, they can become one of your fans and start supporting your mission. So that's part two. Part three is the pinnacle. This is where you really start um, actually getting an audience, making sales and, and establishing the brand. For some people, this could be three months out. For others, it could be three years out. The thing in this phase, this is about is capturing a real audience. The thing is, is it's, it is hard to build a brand from scratch. So the best way to do anything in life, really, the, this is the secret that I've found for anything, is find someone who has what you want and convince them to show you how they did it. But what would be even better? Find someone who has what you want and convince them to share it with you. And with the social media world, we do that through collaboration. So find people who are, who are aligned with you, your mission, your brand, your vision, and collaborate with them, create content with them, get on their podcast, but most importantly, find a way to speak on their stages. Because speaking on a stage is the pinnacle of building a personal brand because you get to stand in front of a room of potentially thousands of people and you get to tell them, uh, you get to tell them your story. And these people traveled to be there, paid to be there, want to be there. And so end of the day, these people are most likely to buy your stuff and the highest quality customer. So that's the triangle. That's how I look at building a brand. That's great. I love the simplicity of that. And I love visuals. So the visual is very helpful as well. What do you say to the person that's going, you know, I, I really want to do that, but I'm afraid, or I don't have, um, wh why would people care about me? Right. So I know a lot of what you shared already can help with that, but what, what can, what does that person need to hear to help them kind of get over that hump? So there's two obstacles people have when it comes to building a brand. One is they think, um, they think I don't want to do it because I'm scared of what people will think about me. Right. Or number two, I don't want to do it because I'm scared about what people will think about me. Now I'll break it down. The first one is they're scared of the people from their past. They're scared of what their mom's going to say. They're scared of what that cute girl from high school 20 years ago is going to say. And when they unfollow you, because you're now talking about business and not your cats. So that's, that's one thing. And I'll answer that. The other thing is people are scared. They have imposter syndrome. They don't think they're good enough. They don't think they have knowledge. They don't think they have stuff to share. And for both those reasons, those are the reasons you should go. There's a book called The Obstacle is the Way, which talks about anytime there's fear or hesitation, 
the best way out is through. And so if you're feeling that, it's probably a sign that you should handle it. For me, my thing, I was scared that of, of like my past. That was for me. I was scared of what people would think about me. Oh, Dylan's trying to do this whole business thing now. Dylan's trying to be like a motivational guy. All right, whatever. So for me, I was literally created an entire separate thing. I was going to call it Dylan Marketing. And I was going to go do this whole other thing. But someone said to me, like, Dylan, like, like you're all about personal development. What not the best personal growth to, to just deal with it and handle it? So I was like, yeah, good point. So I just did it on my own page. Now, all that kind of philosophy, like from I'm, I'm someone, I'm, I'm a skeptic. I don't really like you just tell me like this rah, rah stuff. I'm not going to really care. So here's the facts of the matter for those skeptics and the people who need the tactical stuff. No one cares about you. If I go to my insights right now, I'll see that there's probably, I don't know, four or 500,000 people that have seen my stuff in the last 30 days of them. If I were to guess 95% of them don't even follow me. That means the majority of your, of the people who see your stuff, they don't even care about you. They don't know who you are. The people who really see your stuff are strangers. We're not speaking to our grandma that follows us. We're not speaking to the girls that follow us. We're speaking to the, the new people who have never heard of us before. Because just like an email list, uh, so I'm going to tap into here. So 300 and, uh, 328,000 accounts reached over the last 30 days. 319,000 are non-followers, meaning 11,000 people that saw my stuff um, follow me. Okay, well, what does that mean? That means maybe I'm doing a, a poor job at reaching my current audience or I'm doing a really great job of reaching new audiences because the people that have been following me, they've been on my email list. They've been in my ecosystem for three or four years. They would have bought already. Okay. I'm trying to communicate to the new people that don't know who I am and reach new audiences and new people that will buy my stuff. So if we've got a personal brand rolling, right, we're, we're, we're into it, we're bought in, we've, we've gotten over the imposter part, we're going to go through, right, instead of a round or whatever, a turnaround, we're going to actually go for it. Now we've built the brand a little bit, we've got, let's say, a thousand consistent followers, or let's say 5,000 consistent followers. But now I got to grow my business, I got to make some income. How do you go about combining those two? And okay, I've got a personal brand, and now I need to grow my business and create some revenue. What is that? What are some suggestions or tips on how to make that happen? So there, there it's, there's a simple process, like everything, there's a simple formula to make it happen. Um, give me an example of a type of business. I'll give you that use case. It'll make sense for all businesses though. Sure. Shoot, I'll shoot out something. Yeah. I'll use my own in, in the coaching business. There's a billion freaking coaches. And so it's, you know, it's pretty competitive because of that. And a lot of people aren't making any money. I, fortunately, I'm not one of them, but I'd always like to make <laughs> more. Yeah. So, uh, so let's say you're just starting out, right? You're a coach that's literally starting out. You're like, you're, maybe you're working a profession. And at the same time, you're like, you know, I really want to help people. And this is the, this is the, the, the growth of most coaches. They realize I'm have the golden handcuffs. I'm making 120K a year working corporate. And I'm sitting here and I'm, and I hate what I do, but I'm glued to the desk. Well, what would I love to do? I love helping people. I love X, Y, Z. I love yoga, meditation. I love, uh, you know, I love tactics. I love whatever it is that I love chess. Maybe you're a chess coach. I don't know, whatever it is. There's coaches for every area. The thing is, is, is if you're just starting out, it's like, well, what's the first things you need? Well, to make sense of this, it should be something that's at least breaking even, right? If you're investing into your brand, you want it to be at least generating uh, money on the back end. So start lean, 
take, you know, take a thousand bucks out of, you know, if you, if you can't do a thousand, start with 200 and say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and, and dedicate this to starting up my brand, get a little bit of content, edit it up, start posting. And from there, it's like, okay, what are you selling? Uh, if you're selling uh, business coaching, for example, uh, start talking about things that add value to your potential customer. So uh, if it's business coaching, it's tactics, it's building an organization, it's hiring people. And what's going to happen is people who are interested in those things are going to start following you for that. Now, how do you take this audience you're building and convert them to potential customers? One of the best ways to do it isn't through having a, a link that people can click in your bio. I get, I just said 300,000 people saw my account last month, probably, uh, I don't know, probably a few hundred clicks. Like I'm not, people don't click. The way people engage is by you keep them on the platform. If you think about it, social media platforms, they don't get incentivized when you click away and go to a different website. They, now they just lost a customer, especially if you're linking to like another social media, if you're linking your Instagram page from your TikTok or your YouTube, whatever it's like. So what you want to do is keep them on the platform. The best way to do that is through the DMS. So you may see people do this before, and it still works. Uh, it's, it's still the highest converting thing you can do on social media, which is DM me the word blank. And what you want people to do is if you're posting a story, you're posting a video, your whatever it is, everything you do, you want a keyword to say DM me blank, whatever that is. And if you're interested. So if you're, you know, hey, if you're looking for a bit, if, if uh, you're, you're looking for to help, if you're looking for help to grow your business from $5,000 a month to $50,000 a month, DM me the word coach. I'm actually looking for five people right now to go ahead and help them level up their business and take it to the next, next level. And then from there, now you've got a lead and you just take them through your sales process. So that's how I conceptualize it. That's how I convert people. And you're not trying to sell. You're not, you're not going to make ad revenue in the beginning. You're not going to be able to sell t-shirts in the beginning. So you need to have some form of high ticket thing, you know, a couple thousand dollars to $5,000 where you can sell that. And one or two deals a month could, could, could be the difference between you still working your job or diving in full time. Yeah, that's simple. I love it. There's, there's that, you got to get them to engage by having great content, first of all, right? Like that's that's a that's a key. And some people are, struggle with that. They struggle with creating great content or they don't think that their business, the social part of it's going to matter. What are what are some strategies that you have for people to help them create some content that makes sense that engages an audience? Uh so the biggest the biggest thing, so I talk about content a lot. I've done keynotes on how to go viral. Um, I've had tons and tons of videos break, you know, hundreds of thousands of millions of views of my own. And, um, and the, the formula is it's simple. It's changing, you know, frequently. The most important part is the first three seconds. And then you also have to be changing every three seconds. So you need a really catching three for three seconds. And then understand that social media's attention span is, is only two to three seconds. So if you, if you are watching a video, your own video, and you start kind of dozing off, it means that you need to change it. Now, it's hard in today's age to necessarily do that, but there's actually apps now that, that, that make it really simple. There's an app called uh, BigVu, B-I-G-B-U. This oh. is an app that, that is, uh, will literally make it the process of creating a, a video for your social media 
it'll turn it from a, a an hour long process to a two minute process. The way this works, for example, this is just one app, by the way, there's, there's tons of apps like this that you can do stuff like this. It, you put in what you wanna talk about. It will use AI to write the script. You can edit the script right there. It then acts as a teleprompter where it, it has the text on the screen. You read the text and it records you. It automatically, you hit add captions. It will automatically add the captions and then you just save the video and post it. And so this process that typically would cost, you'd have to be spending three, four grand a month on an editor. You'd have to have all this other stuff in place. You can now do, I think the apps, I mean, it's free to get started. I think there's probably a, there's probably a fee of like 10 bucks a month. My team handles most of this, but I discovered this app like two weeks ago and I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. Yeah, so the barrier to entry is is really low. And there's really, ultimately, what I'm hearing from you is there's no excuse. <laughs> like, do a little bit of <laughs> yeah. research and say what you have to share with the world with some passion and, and a mission behind it. And the people that are supposed to come out of the woodwork and follow you are going to follow you. And if you stay consistent, things are going to work out. Now, how much they're going to work out is how hard you work on it and how consistent you are is my guess. What What are your thoughts on the the likelihood of high levels of success for any given person. Yeah, I think success is, um, you know, it's it's subjective, right? Everyone has their own level of success. People look at me and they say, this guy's successful. I look at myself from 10 years ago, I probably would say the same thing. But I look at myself now and I'm like, I have so much, I have so much more of a mountain to climb, right? I have so many people to serve, so much more to do, so much more good to do in my life. And, um, I think with, uh, I think just in general, it's, it's relative, right? So if you're looking to have Tony level, Tony Robbins level of success, well, it's probably going to take some time and it's going to be something you have to work towards. If you want to have Alex Hermosi level of success, I think that's attainable. This guy popped off within the last 18 months. You want to have, I mean, there's other guys you want to have Ryan Pineda level of success. I think it's also possible. So here's the thing. Here's the good news for everyone that's like, oh, it's so saturated. Oh, there's never going to work for me. Oh, I'm, I'm SOL, out of luck, right? Um, it's most people don't do it consistently. So if just like going to the gym, why are most people not in good shape? Because they'll sign up January 1st, they go, they go for a few days and then they're done. So good news for you is if uh, the saturation only exists in the mind, I believe that if you are actually consistent with this, you stick with it over a long period of time, uh, you will get results. I've got a buddy of mine in Vegas. His name's Jacob. Uh, I think it's Jacob Life in Vegas is his channel. Uh, he lives here in Vegas. He's been doing YouTube for eight years. Um, he has changed and pivoted and blah, 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 blah. He's now making seven or eight years later, a full-time income off this, but Year two, year three, year four, year five, he was a real estate agent. He was, you know, doing all this stuff. But if you're committed to doing it consistently, it might not happen in eight months. It might take eight years. But I guarantee that if you do the process, it will work over time. Yep. And that's that dedication. What do you recommend people do? Just kind of as a final question here. What do you recommend people do to make sure they stay consistent? Is there a, is there should they surround themselves with with certain people or what what do you suggest to get people to stay on that train so uh public accountability is huge right if you if you state your uh your intention to the world they start holding you accountable but there is something dangerous about that 
sometimes people say things that their intention is in the guise of public accountability, but they're really actually getting the dopamine they would have got from achieving the end result from saying they're going to take action. I'm going to the gym. I know I have, I know people like this, right? We all do. I'm starting my workout routine this month. Things are going to change like crazy, but they, they don't do it because they just said it. And that, that was, that was enough for them. They got the reaction. Oh, good job, Sally. You're so wonderful. Right. So the thing is, is maybe public accountability works for you. If that's it, cool. Uh, you can surround, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, surround yourself with other people making content. That's good. The real thing though, is people change for one of two reasons, inspiration or desperation. Are you doing this because you have to, or are you doing it because you're inspired to do it? If you're inspired to do it, keep that going every day. You got to wake up and remind yourself why you're doing it. For me, I let my health slide the last year, last 12 months. Not, it's not good. I'm not in a good spot. For the last seven weeks, I've been in the gym five times a week. I've been eating 95% of the plan I'm on. Yeah, I know. And, and I'm there. And, and, and end of this year, it's going to be a different person than I was end of last year. Very different. And it's, I'm there. Something changed. Something clicked in my mind where the the excuses went away and I am inspired to change. And I think that's with anything, content, whatever it is. If your why is strong enough, and if you believe that it's not going to be a two-week fix, you're going to commit to it long-term, anything is possible. I love it. Dylan, and then the example that you shared about your, your own struggle and then having that click moment, I really appreciate that as well. If people want to connect with you directly, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, so everything kind of gets filtered to, back to me uh, at this point. So in, if you want to connect personally, Instagram uh, at Dylan Vanas, D-Y-L-A-N-V-A-N-A-S. You can just message me. I see everything on there. Otherwise, uh, you can check out my website, DylanVanis.com to go to my companies and, and all that stuff. Work with me and all that fun stuff. Awesome. Well, Dylan, thank you so much for being on today's episode of the Blue Shirt Leadership Podcast. I appreciate you and your wisdom and insights were helpful for me right on the spot. And I know it'll be helpful for my audience as well. So thank you. Yeah, glad to be here.